Well, like I was saying, it's it's great to have you both on. Um, I've had the honor of covering cards with both of you, and and in our pre-quarantine days, boxing um, and RBR boxing in general has uh, you know been such a success in large part because of you two and people like you that just have a super passion for boxing, um, work at the highest level, and the, the consummate professionals in both what you do on both coasts you know, on, on the West Coast and the East Coast. So cheers to both of you. Um, Marilyn, I'll start with you. How has the whole, you're in New York, so people know, how has the whole quarantine thing just personally affected you? And how have you been satisfying your craving for boxing, um, you know, during this time? Yeah, it's it's been really hard. I think the first month, it's like you're at the you're at the cusp of, of losing it because you, you know, you're locked up. You, you, you can't really go out. And if you do go out, it's, you gotta stay, um, you know, you, you have to have the fear that, you know, maybe you're going to touch someone or, or, or come in contact with someone rather that's going to get you infected. And then you're going to bring it back to your family. So it's just very nerve wracking. Um, but I think after the first month, month and a half that I got used to the fact that, okay, this is what it is. I'm here. I'm home. I mean, thank God I'm working from home and I have something to keep me busy, but I do very much miss uh, the fights, being at the fights, shooting, um, spending time with my media friends. And it's just, it's been quite the adjustment. And it, I think it's even harder knowing that for us here on the East Coast, especially in New York City, we don't, I don't, I personally don't think this is something that's going to come back this year. Right. And we were kind of talking about that before we jumped on, um, you know, doing the recording, just how the quarantine looks for each one of us. I'm in, in Maryland, right, right outside of the district. You're in New York. Julio, you're in, uh, in California, in Sacramento, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, what does the quarantine, you know, look like for you in your backyard? And um, I know, I mean, I know you shoot for top ranks. Gabe Flores, he just signed with, uh, with Jay Prince, right? And I think like there was some kind of photo session there, but like how, same question, how have you been craving your your boxing uh, addiction and, and, you know, what has the quarantine been looking like for you and how have you dealt with it? You know, the quarantine over here has been pretty mellow. It hasn't been too crazy. I'm an hour away from San Francisco, which they've taken that very seriously. Um, not that not taking it here. Same thing. I mean, you got the restrictions, you got the things that are shutting down. You can't go places. I actually work at a doctor's office. So I'm, this really hasn't affected me in the sense that I'm locked in my house. I've still been going to work. I've still been dealing with the general public, even though they're limited. I've still been doing that. Um, and with boxing, I don't know, man. If it wasn't for YouTube and watching old fights, I don't know how I would be able to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's tough. Like, I miss boxing. And, um, I, I, you know, I'm with Maryland in that. I, I doubt that even, you know, even though there are fights coming up in California later on, uh, you know, June in Nevada – I still don't think us as media members would be allowed probably until next year. You know, that's what I would assume. I, there's no telling. You never know. Uh, but if it wasn't for YouTube, watching the older fights, I mean, I've done seen, you know, um, Vargas Trinidad so many times. I think I got the commentary down. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's crazy. Uh, and then with the whole thing with Gabriel, when he went to go sign with Jay Prince, that was the first time I used my camera. I mean, it, it was, it was weird. I, I didn't know where nothing was at. <laughs> you know, I just, I couldn't, my, my battery was dead. I had pictures of my memory card that I haven't uploaded to my hard drive. So it, it had a dust, you know, I had to put some dust off the camera, so to say. 
Yeah, I, I keep telling myself, wow, am I going to remember where the on button is? Like, how do I turn yeah. this thing on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marilyn, you did something cool on Instagram where you posted a, a picture of you shooting the TV. And then it's funny because I, I called out those like ESPN photos or one of those accounts about ESPN one. They did the exact same thing and all these like big yeah. photographers. I'm like, that's Marilyn's idea. Uh, yeah. You got to get your fix somehow, right? Yeah. You do. And you uh, do. to their credit, ESPN, they've shown a lot of good fights. Julio, you mentioned um, Vargas Trinidad, man. That one hurts my heart. I was a big Vargas fan. And um, so was I. I so was that. I. I think it was yesterday, man, with my buddies and uh, everyone ragging on me. What, what happened to your boy in that first round, man? He just, uh, yeah, I don't want to think about that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what um, what have been some of the other than the the aforementioned Vargas Trinidad? What have been some of the fights that you guys have caught up on? Um, Julio, you can go ahead first. Corrales Castillo. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can't get enough of that fight. Growing up in Sacramento, I, I saw Diego fight. You know, I saw him not, not so much fight, but I saw him in the gym a lot more than I seen him fight. You know, he got to the point where he moved out of uh, Sacramento once he started getting bigger. But I remembered him in the gym. And I remember me being a kid sitting there, and I remember grown men would walk up to the gym. It was right here in uh, – what was it at? It was I, – I think Diego was coming down to this gym off of Dean 16th. It was called Washington Center, a pretty big – gym at this specific time um and grown men would peek their head in and say, hey is, is diego in today is diego sparring today and they're like, oh yeah diego's getting ready right now and then they'd leave and you wouldn't see them because that was his sparring partners <laughs> you know they, they would not go in there like, oh chico's sparring today no we're not going in there and they would leave so watching diego and, and castillo's definitely helped me as well you know that's another fight that i've been watching marilyn has there been one for you a go-to that you've been watching on review I've been watching a lot of highlight clips, you know, like uh, trash talking going bad, uh, Mike Tyson highlights, because that's a thing. That's so exciting. Like, this man is out here, and he, he wants to go again. And I'm like, you know what? Let me get amped. Let me pull up as many uh, Tyson highlight videos as I can, just to get the juices flowing. Um, yeah, highlight videos. That's my thing. Nice. Um, let's talk a little pre-quarantine boxing. I want to get your guys' opinion. Um, for those who don't know, you both are, are well, um, you know, versed in, in shooting all types of, of different events from up top, from ringside. Um, you both are, your, your, your record speaks for itself. You're both BWAA award winners. Um, you're the best of the best. You know, I could go on and on and on. So what I want to know for the fans and from their perspective, so they know, like, when you go into a fight, what are some of the things you look for, let's say, and, and you can say, okay, I know this is going to be a good night because A, B, and C, and it may be because of a fighter, maybe the lighting, maybe the promoter, you know, they do things a certain way. Marilyn, I'll start with you because I know sometimes we talk about pre-fight and you always send me the sheet, the, the fight, the bout sheet and everything. So we kind of already in our minds are, 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 are anticipating a certain type of night, but what are some of the things that you look for um, that's going to tell you, okay, this night is going to go this way? Uh, definitely, I think as a photographer, the first thing you pick up on is the lighting. So, so that's the first thing to like kind of put you in, in, in a certain frame of mind. Um, I, I've covered fights where uh, the lighting isn't that great and uh, it, it doesn't get in the way of me enjoying doing what I'm doing, but it's a challenge. 
Um, and then there are some promoters that you know you're going to walk in and the lighting is going to be bomb. You know, like Top Rank does a really, really great job with uh, lighting. Their ring walk lighting, uh, they're, just, they're just so dramatic and over the top. You know, you know you're always going to get it right. Uh, but yeah, but for me, it's, it's a lighting. I don't really look at the, um, I don't really look at the cards as much because I know on paper, something could look great and turn out disastrous. Yeah. And then something could look like, oh, you know, what's this, this guy's like one and oh, and the other guy's a pro debut and then they leave it all in the ring. Um, so I don't really go by that. But the other thing too that always, always, I know I can bank on are female fighters. They always bring the action, always. Never a disappointment there. They have the Hardys, uh, the McGee's, Serrano's. Uh, they're just, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible what, what they bring to, to the ring. Julio, I'll kick it to you. What would you say when you go into a, a, an event? Same thing. <clears throat> you know, as a photographer, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover. It's all about the lighting. You go in there, you have good lighting, you know that you'll be able to um, use the settings that you would like. You know, I've shot in low lit areas and I, I know that going in there that it's not how I would like it to be because of the lighting. Um, you know, so when Top Rank and all these other shows put on their cards, I know that I can have the settings that I want. I can have my shutter speed at what I want it at, my aperture where I want it at, um, and everything is just timing. Sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. Uh, and then looking on the battle sheet, exactly what Marilyn said. Sometimes you don't know, but when there is women boxing, that's fire. Like they, they are going at it. You know, that's they're they're going out, they're going in there to put on a show. I have yet to see a woman's fight that I've shot and I have not gotten some sort of action from it. So they definitely bring it to the table. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a shame that um, they don't have the same platform as the men do. 100%. Because they, they never disappoint. Definitely. Um, I will say too, uh, I'm, I'm always impressed with you guys because, you know, there's there's a difference, at least for me, when you're talking about like the promotional photographer or the the network photographer, you know, they can pull strings. They have, they, they set things up how they want. You guys go in and you're at the mercy of how the show is set up. Um, but, you know, you guys have the, the, the photos, the accolades to show that, I mean, you guys are on it. Like, give me a space <laughs> to, to shoot and, and I'll make some magic. And, I, and that's what, when I hear both of your names and when I'm like, okay, this card is going to be here. Like, okay, cool. Like, I know we're going to get some, some bomb coverage. We're going to, we're going to, you know, do it up big because Julio is going to have his spot. Marilyn's going to have her spot. And um, I'm just so excited when we get those big fights in your areas um, that you all can cover. And, you know, I won't, I won't name any names, but when we get promoters that, that give us that room that and they facilitate um, the ability for us to be able to shoot, it's its lovely because the proof is in the pudding. Um, and that's awesome. And so kudos to you guys. Um, what is offhand, um, if you had to say the, and I'll, and I'll ask a couple different types of these questions, but what's the bloodiest fight you've ever shot? Marilyn, you could start. Oh, wow. Uh, anything Gabe Rosado. <laughs> Yeah, anything Gabe Rosado, and uh, but there was uh, Jared Hurt. Oh, Hurt Trout was pretty bloody. Yeah, 
off the top of my head, her her trout was pretty bloody. I, if I'm not mistaken, isn't there one fight where you shot, I think, ringside, Marilyn, where you got blood in your eye? Oh, my God. That was in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't even remember. It was maybe a Showtime fight. And uh, I remember thinking, I was in the corner, and I remember thinking, wow, this guy's bleeding out. And I'm loving it. And, I'm, and I've got my camera, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm shooting the crap out of it. And then one split second, I took the camera down. I moved the camera away from my face, and then it's like big blob, blob of blood <laughs> fell in my eye. So I'm freaking out. The judge to my right is freaking out. The doctor's freaking out. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. So I, you know, that that, that was quite the experience. Those are like, like things that that was an amateur. I really didn't know how to like. Okay, you you want to move your face away when they're punching the crap out of somebody and they're right hovering right over you because that's the potential. Um, outcome, but uh, yeah, 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 that was pretty bad. I remember going to my doctor and saying, like, give me cocktail, <laughs> give me everything you've got. <laughs> Just give me everything you've got, because I need to take it right now. Oh, man. Yeah, no, you, big major props to you, because I would have been like, fuck this, and thrown the camera <laughs> down and left <laughs> if I got blood in my eye. <laughs> yeah, if they if any writers are ever wondering why we're not sat that close to the ring, that's why you don't want blood on your laptop and uh, in your lap. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They give you some kind of racing solution, but still, you know, you, you still freak out. That, oh, that yeah. was the earlier days. I, I, I kind of learned how to, how to handle that situation now. Julio, I, I don't know if you're going to say this fight, but there's one, I forget the fighter, but was, I think it was an a, a image that you won uh, the BWA award for, but it's like just like, Two guys punching each other and it's like blood splattering all over the place. Yeah. Would that be your your fight or, or what's the bloodiest most, one in your shop? Most definitely. Was that, that Badu? have to be the one. Was that Badu? Huh? Was that Badu? No, no, that was actually some uh some local fighters. Uh, it was uh Kilo Stilo Madeira goes by Kilo the Kid and Kilo uh, the Kid. Joe, yeah, exactly. Joe okay. Joe yeah, Joe Louis Lopez. And this was in Fresno. And a backstory to that uh to that award that I won, I would have never won it had it not been for Maryland. She's the one that told me that I should enter. I should do yeah. this. So yeah. I share that award with her because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't. That's I would have never gotten it. Uh, but yeah, no, that was that was my that was my second fight that I covered for. No, that was my first fight that I covered for round by round. And prior to that, um, everything was warehouse fighter works. You know, I mean, and by that I mean we're in a warehouse. There's a ring. There's no light. It's horrible fighting. It's just local cards, you know, club shows. So this was the the first big one. And, um, yeah, I, I'm sitting there, and I have a white jacket on. And, uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. See, rookie, rookie mistake. I, was, <laughs> I like I how both of these stories on. are, like, rookie mistake stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah for real. Yeah, yeah, I got a white jacket on, and I'm shooting, and uh, the, the blood just starts flying. It, it just starts flying. And I'm shooting it. I'm excited. And then I look down at myself, and I got blood spots everywhere. I got blood spots on my hand. It didn't get in my eye, thankfully. But I got blood spots <laughs> on my hair. And I'm shooting I'm shooting right next to Mikey, Mikey Williams for Top Rank. And I'm looking at him. We're looking at each other. We got blood spots on our cameras, you know, on our clothing. And um, that night, I jam home because my daughter has an, uh, a dentist appointment at 7 o'clock in the morning. I, my wife really fucked me on that one. So I, I, it's like a three-hour ride from Fresno. 
So I get home, it's like two in the morning, I'm going to sleep, I wake up. I have an actual uh, a gig that night for this corporate uh, Christmas party. And it's, it's, I go to get my camera and I'm at the event. I go to get my camera and I got blood spots still on my camera from that night. And, and I'm shooting CEOs and all these other guys, whoever they are. And I got blood on my camera, so I'm wiping it down just to kind of look semi-professional. But <laughs> yeah, it was uh, that was a a night that I definitely would not remember uh, forget. You're never gonna wear white again, right? Not to never play. again. Never have. Never, never have. Again. Never wear. Yeah, never whenever have. I see someone uh, shooting ringside with a light co- with light colors on, I'm like, mm mm. Ah, I learned. Time. Yeah, yeah, I learned the hard way. Yeah, I liked that jacket too. I had to throw it away. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So for the boxing officials, no, no white hazmat suits in the future for for post quarantine boxing. Please to see all the blood. Yeah. <laughs> um, Marilyn, what's the who's the your I guess your favorite fighter to shoot? Would you say if you have one? You know, lately I've really well, Lomachenko number one, hands down. Lomachenko Triple G. Um, they're just like they're animal instinct is crazy and the confidence is it too bacanelo but um sometimes uh like i said you walk in you see a brand new fighter pro debut and then you're just you're just hooked you know um just because they're not big names doesn't mean they don't bring it like super athletic boxers that uh go ahead and do backflips after their their love that that i absolutely love i was gonna say tell me about also like when you shoot the pressers and stuff because i mean some of your most artistic and beautiful shots come from these poses and these things like that like you know would would a triple g and a canelo would those be your favorites in in those settings as well um and how do you approach a an event like that like a press conference or a a face-off yeah I'm, i'm gonna be honest with you i hate shooting those things I really do, because I'm like, how many shots of people's heads can you honestly get, you know? Um, In the beginning, I used to want to shoot them all, but it's just after a while, like, I'm more of an action person. I I need stuff that that moves fast and erratically, and and just, I like that challenge. So pressers aren't really my thing. Face-offs are cool, but pressers aren't really my thing. Julio, what would you say, who's your favorite fighter to shoot uh, that you've gotten a chance to shoot? Yeah, yeah. Um, man, my favorite fighter. That 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 is tough. I will tell you this though. There's this kid from Oakland. His name is uh Leonard Davis, and I'd say that he may be my most unpredictable fighter that I shoot, and and that is what makes it my favorite fighter, just based on the fact that he could be outnumbered, he could be the low man on the totem pole, but he brings it every single fight that i've shot for him um just action i mean i've I've gotten i mean this this is how cool this guy is so i'm in san francisco and he and he hires me to shoot him and he loses he gets knocked out in the second round and he tells me i want this shot of you of me on the floor send it to me i'm like you sure you want that that's what i said like you know i I got pictures of you obviously i give him a gallery and i want to make so whoever I work for, I make them look good. And, and he, he tells me, 
all right, all right. So ever since then, I've always had that 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 connection because I I I like his drive. I like where he's going from. You know, he says if I'm getting hit, I want it. He's a brawler. He's a club fighter. He's a club yeah. show fighter. He's a club show fighter. Um, but he brings it, and and the heart that he has. So as far as not so you know a fighter that I love to shoot. He's he's definitely up there. He's one of them because of the heart that he has when he fights. He doesn't care if he looks good, if he looks bad, if he loses, he gets knocked out. He's still coming for it. Because we we both know that there are so many boxers that will hire you to shoot their fights, but they don't want to see the bad stuff. They don't want that. And a lot of times, you know, you can't help it. It's like you know, you you're standing near ringside, you've got the camera pointed, and you're like, oh my god, keep your hands up. You're no. really not gonna be happy with this, right? Right. So that th that guy to me, I mean, we, really God, help me, help me help you. <laughs> help you, <laughs> man. There's been times I'm shooting for guys and I'm sitting there and I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, dude, why are you wasting your money? Uh. <laughs> you need, you know, it's like you need this. You need yeah. every little bit, especially some of these club show fighters. I mean, you know, they unfortunately they're not gonna get that multi-million dollar fights. They're yeah. not gonna get that hundred thousand dollar fights you so, i mean there's certain fighters that you know this is your peak this is where yeah. it's going to happen at and those are the real fighters because those guys they don't care yeah they're, they're there to show you otherwise to show any doubt that anybody else has on them they're they going to show you otherwise they got heart they, i give it to them way more to prove way more to prove a lot less a, a lot to lose and they're out there they don't care so those are the real fighters yeah, we've had a, a few where I'll, I'll post galleries on on the RBR Instagram, and we tag the fighters. There's good, there's you know poses where they're punching, and there's poses where they're getting punched. And I've had people untag themselves. Yeah, like come on, you're petty, you're petty. Yeah. Even if they win yeah. the fight, even if they win the fight, and I know Marilyn, you're laughing. I know who you know who they, I'm they, talking they, about. They know, yeah, they they, yeah. Just, they want none of that. They want none of that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Julio, who, who's one fighter you haven't gotten a chance to shoot that you would like to shoot? Fight-wise, you know, I did some portraits for um, Teofimo. You were there, Alex. We, yeah. we did some stuff for him and his, and, and his dad in the gym a couple years, a long time ago, before he even became this back-flipping sensation. You know, we, we were able to visit him and his father and take some pictures. Um, judging off his last, his whole career, actually, I, I wouldn't mind shooting him. I think Shakur is an exciting fighter that I'd love to shoot for or, or shoot. Um, Lomachenko still there. You know, I, I, I think Lomachenko is a, he would be a great fighter to shoot. Um, you know, you're looking for these, these, these fighters who have that, that charisma to them. Yeah. That, that even like Marilyn said, these back flipping fighters, you know, after the fight, they're still putting on the show. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I think that's what boxing needs, you know? And yeah, those, those would probably be just off the top of my head some of the many of people that I that, that would be fun to shoot. It's a great list. Marilyn, I'll kick that to you. Same question. Who's a, a fighter that you haven't gotten a chance to shoot? Wow, I, I've, I've covered a lot of people. Um, yeah, you have. <laughs> you know who I haven't covered? Tyson Fury. Mm. Mm. I've seen him at the fights. I've got shots of him, you know, in the audience and whatnot. Uh, but as far, I have not covered his fights. Yeah, and then there was another fight. Alex, I don't know if you remember, there was a big snafu. There was a main event fight, and I think it was uh, Matisse. Oh, my God. The machine, and it was uh, 
Provo I think it was Provo Provo yeah, Russo. Yes. So I, initially they said, you know, well, yeah, we'll, we'll credential you for the fights, but you're going to have to watch it from the media room. Mm -hmm. I'm a photographer. What am I going to do? You know, they're going to go all the way out to Verona. That's like a five and a half hour uh, Amtrak ride for me. Ah. So I'm like, I'm going to go all the way out there and I'm not even going to be able to shoot the fights. I'm not going to do it. So that day, like that whole, that whole day, I woke up like I was pissed. pissed. <laughs> and then Alex reaches out to me and says, hey, main event is wondering where you are because you're not at your ringside spot. I was like, what? Yo, my head exploded. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, so no. apparently they had a ringside spot for me, but somebody forgot to send the email. So they're like, oh, well, are you still going to make it? And it was like 6, 6.30 in the evening. I'm like, make it where? How? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was really, really bad. Because that's, that's, that's one fighter that I've always wanted to cover. Lucas, I've always wanted to cover. So. Yeah, I, I will say... Um promotional companies have played with our emotions on more than one occasion and yeah. um <laughs> you guys bend over backwards i swear like because sometimes like it'll be friday before the fight and i'm like hey i'm still trying to reach such and such to see if we can get you ring you know it's just always a tug of war um and i don't think people realize it and you know i i try to put myself on the front line and at least put the face um, the name to a face for, for people to know, like, hey, we're, we're trying to do this the right way. We're trying to get, you know, Marilyn a spot or we're trying to get Julio a spot or so, whoever so that we can get in there and do a professional job. You know, I've sometimes, um, you know, I'll get on my soapbox for a minute, but I, I just feel like, you know, there's a difference between the, you know, the, the Instagram media and stuff like that. It's like we're doing a whole collective of things. We're doing website galleries. We're doing tweets we're doing instagram we're doing the web you know the mobile app and like all of these things are featured to promote this fight and um sometimes it's super hard to get you know you guys in the position to win basically and so that i remember that fight i remember that exact time and it's just like so frustrating sometimes um that you know people may think like oh yeah we'll snap a finger and marilyn will hop on a train and she'll be there in two seconds you know what i mean yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like i don't in the area that's verona new york <laughs> right you know? Right. Um, but that kind of leads me into another question um, that I wanted to ask both of you as well. The way and, and it's funny because boxing, when it comes back now, obviously, when it comes back, it's not going to be the same on June 9th when Shakur fights. It's not going to be media. It's not going to be fans. But, you know, assuming that we ever get back in the near future to a place where it was like where it's like before, um, what would be something maybe that you would think, you know, I, I wish this was different or I wish this would change so that maybe we could do something, you know, a little bit different or, or, or a little bit better. Marilyn, I'll ask you that first, um, just in maybe the way that, you know, people maybe are credentialed or, or where you are positioned to shoot. What, what's something that maybe sticks out in your mind that, you know, you'd maybe like to see done a little bit different? I don't know, maybe maybe a little bit of a like a type of rotation type thing for like the the um the ringside spot so that way everybody gets a chance. I'm not um I'm not I'm not speaking about like people who are coming in and they're shooting for themselves and they don't have um a media affiliation or they don't have a site that uh, represents them and their work. But I think in general like when you look at the at at, at the different um, sites and like round by round, you put out a lot of content. We cover a lot 
of events. I just think it should be a little bit more fair so that everyone gets a chance to um, cover ringside and not, because I know I, I'm stuck on, I'm stuck up top a whole lot. And, and I'm, it's okay, because I've got the equipment to do it, um, but there's nothing like shooting ringside and, you know, and, and the excitement and, and just the closeness of, of the fighters and, and, and the bodily fluids, as disgusting as that sounds. But it's just, there's, there's nothing like it. I just wish there was more of a, like a rotation. I, 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 I wish the promoters and the people that they hire to put this together kind of paid a little bit more attention so that everyone gets a chance. Julio, what would you say? Uh, what's something maybe from the, and it could be from the credentialing perspective or just from the event perspective, what's something that you wish maybe was different that you think would, would could be done better? You know what, maybe what, what exactly what Marilyn said, you know, piggybacking off what she said, that would be great. I mean, I think there's two sides of the ring where they usually have photographers lined up. I mean, one side, you got your play-by-play your -play analyst. On the other side, you got your... Um, Commission. Commission. Thank you. You got your commission right there and some other doctors. Now, on the opposite side, you got photographers. Um, you know, if, if we could have maybe set positions for the photographers, like the promotional company, Getty Images, you know, obviously the, the, the news outlets, the bigger outlets, if they could have their set places all night and then maybe certain locations that we threw kind of you know, feed in other photographers, that would be great. Um, and then as far as the credentialing goes, if there could be some sort of way to see who's really putting out the content, you know, round by round is one of the uh, most professional um, media outlets that there is out there. I mean, there's a lot of them out there. It's a good handful of them, but round by round is one of them. I mean, we have a website, we have great photographers, we have great content we have the videographers that go out there and they, they do the the proper interviews we have the stories there's a lot that's going on behind the scenes that round by round versus just an instagram page that 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 individuals cover every fight week mm -hmm. so that would be nice to be able to get noticed in that direction and, and, and maybe be able to get a little bit more access uh because everybody that has been affiliated with round by round i believe has been uh, professional. You know, nobody's taking pictures with different fighters. Nobody's asking for autographs. We're not playing that game. Right. We're going in there. We're doing our job for what we're there for, and we're gone. You know, we're we're not trying to get the free food at the buffet at the, where they got the where they're feeding the media. We're not hanging out in there. We're we're doing what we need to do, and we're gone. We're not asking for autographs, pictures, none of it. I'm eating. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they're going to offer, we're not going to turn it down. But we're not going to sit there and we're not going to eat next to these other... Just go to the fights to hang out, right? That's exactly. Not we right. do our job. We'll be thankful for the food, but we'll leave right after that. Right. And I will say also, I mean, I'll kind of backtrack a little bit. We're not, we're not bringing this up to, to be complainers or to say, you know, hey, right, right, look right. at us, look at us. No, what I'm saying is, and because a lot of us, you know, we do this out of the passion and the love for the sport. I'm not raising my hand to be like, hey, can you pay me for what I do? I'm not, that, that's not what we're talking about at all. We're talking about give us the opportunity to give you the best coverage. Um, sure. And, you know, half the time when I'm petitioning for that, it's for someone that I've vetted, that I've worked with for years, 
Um, and I know I'll put my name, I'll put the site's name on this person because I know Marilyn is going to do X, Y, Z. I know who was going to do X, Y, Z. I know that there's no like if, ands, or buts about it. Um, and so that's why, uh, you know, a lot of the times um, I have to write that email or I have to write that text because I have to be on top of people to make sure like, hey, just a reminder, you know, <laughs> this is where we're at. This is where we'd like to be so that we can pr properly promote your event. Um, and so forth. But I guess for the, the, the not, um, you know, in tune or, or, or those who don't know, I guess each one of you tell us, what is it like when you go into a fight and you do have ringside? Do you get to choose where you are? Do you have a name tag? Do you get to elbow people and be like, this is my spot? Tell us what it's like so that people know, okay, well, this is what it's like. And this is what they're saying. Maybe why it should be a little bit different. Um, Marilyn, you can go. Uh, the small club room fights, usually you get there early, you claim your spot. Okay. Uh, but when you've got the big promoter shows, no. Uh, they, they're designated uh, shooting uh, spots and, and you just don't move from there. You don't deviate. Uh, most times you don't have access to uh, locker rooms. Um, that's your spot. That's where you're working all night and there's nothing you can do about it. But the small club rooms are... Uh, those you do have more freedom, provided that you get there early enough, you know? Mm -hmm. Julio, has been your experience as well? Yeah, same thing. You know, uh, smaller club shows, definitely you first come, first serve. You get there on time, you get a good – you never know where a good spot's at, but you get there on time for the smaller cars, you'll be ringside, you know. Um, for the bigger shows, you have a designated spot. And then when you're shooting for fighters, they have a, a team photographer spot you shoot for uh, – that you're designated to. Yeah, I, I would just really appreciate it if every promoter could place me somewhere on a corner so I can get my mouthpiece shots, then I'm happy. If I, if I, man, you know how many times I'll try to get that Maryland mouthpiece shot and it just does not come out? No. That, that's, that's her signature shot. Right. I see that and I, I see any mouthpiece. Even when I see a mouthpiece on the floor during a fight, uh -huh. oh, that's, that's a Maryland shot right there. There's one that stands out. I think it's like Charlo. It's either Charlo and Hadley or Charlo and Lubin that I really loved. It was a mouthpiece shot and the mouthpiece is like flying in the air. Yeah, no, you're, you're famous for that one. Yeah, so it's, if, if they could put me uh, somewhere near a red or a blue corner, it really doesn't matter who, uh, then I'm happy. So kind of um, in regards to that, is when you go into a club fight, is there a spot where you're already or, you know, predetermined in your mind, you're like, nobody better be in this spot this is my this is where i want to get to um is or do you like go to the event and then check the lighting and be like okay well this seems like it may be the best position for tonight or do you already have predetermined in your mind uh the small like when develi used to do a lot of the new york city club room fights um all the photographers knew each other and everyone knew what their favorite shooting spot was so there really wasn't an issue there and and plus i'm always Listen, I'm late to everything. In my, I'm going to be late to my funeral. But, you know, I really love this sport because I'm always early. That's the one place where I'm always early. Definitely. Ooh, so that really hasn't been a problem there. Uh, no, nah, you know, I don't have a favorite spot. I just sometimes make sure I'm not right in front of that, 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 that vertical rope. You know, because sometimes you're sitting there, you're shooting, and if you got that rope right in front of you, you're going left, or, you know, you're switching it back and forth. So uh, outside of that, I, I'd be happy to be anywhere. 
I'd be where the lights are at shooting down if I could. It doesn't matter. As long as I'm in the building, being able to try to get something, I'd be happy. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you just want to be there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, and sometimes you'll get a shoot, uh, uh, you, you'll be assigned a shooting position and you're like, crap, it's horrible. This is, I'm not going to get anything. And it turns out to be like a really, really great night, you know? So. That's true. Marilyn, I know you mentioned at the beginning of this um, that you kind of miss hanging out with your your media friends and stuff like that. Um, who's who's uh, maybe one of the coolest people that people may not know, um, like not really miss fights or hanging out at the fights with that person? Oh, wow. Uh, back in the day, it used to be Susan Klassen. Mm. Uh, she was really, she was really, really fun. And, and she, you know, when I got my start, she was... Uh, kind of always looking out for me. So she's a lot of fun to shoot with. And I would say now, um, I, Matt Heasley, definitely. Oh my God, he's so, um, he's just a joy to, to work side by side with, really. He's, he's definitely one of my favorites. What about Steve Willis? Don't, don't tell all the others. Don't tell all the others. I said, what about, what about Steve Willis? I know you're always giving him a hard time. Oh, <laughs> man. He is my boy. You know, he's just got such a great sense of humor and he's like not afraid to laugh at himself. And that's, that's, that's what I really, really love about him. Um, we have a great friendship. He sends, sometimes he'll send me stuff. I know I learned early on not to open stuff he sends me like in a crowded subway because 99.9% <laughs> of the time it's super offensive. <laughs> <laughs> crazy like that so uh but yeah 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 i i love tearing into him he's a lot of fun and yeah. he's, he's honestly he's great at what he does i was gonna say uh, the man is incredible favorite yeah he's the people's yeah. favorite referee for sure i mean he gets all the love on social media and and with uh with good reason he's a he's an excellent referee but to backtrack also shout out to matt heasley um great photographer in his own right and we tried to get him on i was just a little bit last notice um last minute notice but he's he's incredible and hopefully if we do this again we can get a couple more people as well him being included but julio who would you say um is maybe a a person that you would um you would love to get back in into an event with and hanging out and, and shooting with you know everybody that i've ever came in contact has been great um but mikey williams when i first started he was one that kind of showed me the ropes, kind of gave me hints, gave me pointers. Watching him work as well has, has, is a great sign of motivation. What, what he does, how he runs things, how he gets things going. I mean, he, he gets photos out in a ridiculous amount of time. Uh, another one would be Stephanie Trapp. Stephanie Trapp as well. I've, I've, I've been able to shoot alongside with her at a fight and on a fighter's media day. And she's all business, you know. She she goes in there, and she gets her shots, and mm -hmm. same 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 type of motivation that I get from Mikey, I, I see from Stephanie, and I just try to learn and grow by watching them in their own way. Definitely. Yeah, I, I'll uh, I have a short story about Mikey. That one of the, I've been at events uh, where he shot, but we were at a weigh-in um, at the MGM in Maryland. I think it was Sosa versus uh, Lomachenko versus Sosa. And I was like just in the chair next to him. He was kneeling in the aisle. And to your point, Julio, the way that he gets these photos out, like he had his laptop set up and these photos are just like flowing in. And then 
I mean, it's like in like two seconds, you know, they're in a Dropbox yeah. or, or not a Dropbox, they're in a, a box folder and they're coming out to the media. I mean, you can't, you know, from our perspective, from the writers, from people doing video interviews and stuff like that, it's invaluable to have that stuff so fast. Um, and we really appreciate it. You know, he's incredible. Uh, big shout out to my yeah. Stephanie as well, um, you know, shooting for TGB and, and PBC and stuff like that. Um, the quality, not only the quality of photos that they get, but right, the, right. how fast they are, um, you know, because in the time that they're in that folder and they're already sent or they're posting something online, you know, you can grab it, uh, credit it and use it for a, an article, a news mm -hmm. bit. Um, you can use it on, on social media. It's just incredible. It's, it beats having to wait like <laughs> a, a whole day, you know, oh. trying to scrounge for photos or, or screenshotting a, a stream. Yeah. So, I mean. Definitely shout out to both of them and keep doing what you're doing. No, they're 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 amazing hard workers. Watching them work is 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 something special. And you know, they they get in, they get out and they do their thing. And it's amazing they can do all that as fast as they can. Right. And like you said, it's quality versus anything. And yeah. yeah. All right, put your uh, promoter hat on. If you were in charge, what's a fight? Like, you know, now that we're going to go back and, you know, people keep on saying, um, you know, in articles and people on social media, like boxing can't afford to put on crappy fights anymore. So put on your promoter hat. If you were to choose like a handful of big fights, you know, one, two or three big fights um, that we'll see post quarantine um, to really engage fight fans again and to get the sport moving in the right direction again. What are some fights that you would say, you know what, we really need to see this one now because, you know, who knows, you know, with this whole thing, this, how it's going to go. They're saying another wave could come in the winter and, and, and who knows, what are the, what are the fights that we need to see ASAP? Uh, I think right now for me, uh, Lomachenko versus Teofimo is at the top of my list. I, I, I really, really want to see how that goes down. And, uh, and I'm itching to see Tank back in the ring. Who would you want to see Tank fight? Man, I don't know. Right now, I don't. I don't know if I if I necessarily want him to see him go against the Flash. Right now, mm -hmm. I think I want to give that a little bit more time to marinate. Maybe the end of uh, next year. But for me, uh, right now, Tank versus anyone right now, and uh, definitely uh, Lopez Lomachenko, Lolo. Yeah, because we were talking to, to Jamel Herring on the last episode, um, and he was like, you know, that was one of the reasons that kind of motivated him to leave PBC was, you know, in and around that weight class. And he he brought up Tank as a, an example. He's like, there's not really anyone to fight on that side of the street. So that's yeah. why I, I like to kind of gauge people and be like, well, who who would Tank fight? You know, you, yeah. I mean, unless you're unless they're able to make those cross promotional fights, because yeah, there's tons of talent in that division. You're talking about Haney, Tofimo uh Lomachenko right. but none of those guys are PBC guys so I mean it's he on the outside looking in from here on out um who knows but Julio to kick it to you I mean what what fight or fights do you think we need to see uh ASAP oh for sure Teofimo and Loma you know that's 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 a fight that you're a boxing fan I, I don't know what's what fight you would want to see outside of that you know I mean you got you got the explosive young man and then you have Lomachenko, you know. Yeah. And Lomachenko has a special skill set as well. Mm -hmm. So, ah, man, outside of that, I can't think of anything outside of that. I don't think, I don't know what's bigger than that right now. You know, I'm dying to watch that fight, you know. So, hopefully it happens. 
talking about Tyson versus Tyson. <laughs> Tyson versus Tyson. <laughs> oh man! As an, I don't know. Right, I'm I'm in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would probably be the most exciting fight as far as press conferences goes. If Tyson could be the old Tyson, because Tyson seems a little bit calmed down now. Tyson seems to, you know, he he's relaxed now. He's chilling, you know. But if, he's smoking imagine, weed all the time. That's why. Take his that's why, away from right. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you imagine a, a prime Tyson back then, you know, when he right. fought Lennox Lewis versus the Tyson Fury now. Wow. That, now that's entertainment. Yeah, I'll tell you, that clip that they released of him, uh, that, that was pretty incredible. The man looks good. And I know it was just a few seconds, and everybody's like, oh, there's just a few seconds. He's like, you know, it's a different – like, I don't care. It's still, the, the hunger is still there. People still want to see this. Yeah, yeah, and Tyson looks good. Tyson looks good. He looks damn good. Yeah. Is there a fighter in the history of boxing that because if you if you really start to if you if you think about it, like Mike Tyson in his prime or Mike Tyson, you know, demolishing top level opponents. How long has it been? It's been it's been a long time. Yes. I think Mike Tyson is one of those guys like we could see him. And we just think of like Spinks Tyson. We think of Burbick Tyson. <laughs> like we don't think of anything else. Even like you wipe out the Lennox Lewis Tyson, the Holyfield Tyson, like right. you automatically start thinking vicious kid dynamite Mike yeah. Tyson. And I don't want to be disappointed. I love Mike Tyson. I don't want to be disappointed. I don't know. I, 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 I almost I don't, don't want to, you know, I just don't want to get into it just because of that. I'm just like, ah, you know, vintage For Tyson sure. is what I like to think of. Yeah, no, he was a beast. What about you, Alex? What's that? What, what fight do you most want to see? Ooh, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna follow up on that question too. But before I, yeah, I guess I'd, I mean, I'd love to see, um, I'd love to see Crawford and Spence. The only caveat to that, or the asterisk, yeah. is we don't know what Spence is gonna look like. Um, and so it's so it's tough to be like that's the one that I want to see. Um, I would love to see Tank fight if any of those guys in and around. I would love to see him fight Loma. I would love to see Teo fight Haney or like Haney fight uh, Garcia, like any any one of those combinations. But I understand the business of boxing. Those are kind of far off. But if we're talking about ones that have to happen like now coming up, I would say um, I, I would agree with you guys. Loma and, and Teofimo, I mean, they both seem prime and ready to, yeah. to fight each other so yeah i mean why not i mean fury and, and joshua too is another like mega event that i feel like if we push it off any longer you know we might get like covid 20 21 22 and then we'll never see the shit so <laughs> you know what i mean i'm like should put it in you know they're they're building eddie hearn's backyard into a boxing ring and whatnot just put that shit there and then let us do that shit now don't yeah. wait i'll pay for it don't my matter <laughs> take my money before it's gone take it yeah, but who would you guys? My question was going to be to follow up on the the last question is now that you've said that fight, who wins that fight, Marilyn? Who wins Fimo uh, and, and Loma? Loma? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, you're putting me in a really bad spot <laughs> because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay neutral on that. I, I know well, she had to put her she had to put her ring down. She's gonna explain yeah. something right now. <laughs> Hold up. No, I, I don't. I, I I hate like like. Okay, this is what I try to do. Like I I I never. 
I never go on social media and I post like who I feel is gonna win a certain fight. So I don't, I don't, I don't think it's it's for what I do. I don't think it's it's fair um, for my work. I don't think it's fair for the boxers. I I like to kind of step away from that and watch it all unfold. In my heart of hearts, I've got my opinion, but I just don't like to put it out there. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, no, I agree. For many reasons. We all saw, uh, we, all like saw we all saw Lomachenko uh, and um, Rigandau. Yeah. You know, uh, and it's just that I just, I, I just, I just decided that I, I just didn't want to assume any type of position when it comes to any fight in particular i'm just going to sit back i'm going to do what i do i'm going to watch the fights i'm going to enjoy them and then i'm and, and i'm going to post i don't i don't i just don't like to kind of put predictions out there that's that's a very very good answer too especially you know being a professional you can't you know you, you can't you can't pick a favorite you know i was i was, I, I talk to mikey williams all the time and 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 he does the same exact thing. He'll say, you know, I can't. These are my guys. No matter what, these are my guys. I can't choose a side. You know, he's an extremely professional in that way. Uh, but Alex, I'm going with Teofimo. Uh, I'm going with Teofimo. I'm going to say it. I know, I know the kid. Uh, I, don't, I don't know him too well, but I know him enough um, to say he's cool. He's a good person. He is a good person. Uh, but it's something about that young guy, man. And he, it's that punch. And I... He's hungry. He's starving, and and that dad has a huge appetite. So, <laughs> right. man, they're 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 a force to be reckoned with. Um, and by me picking Teofimo, I'm not saying that Lomachenko is gonna be a walk in the park. It's not. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough fight. You want to talk about definitive fights that that determine a fighter's career? That's one of them. Yeah. You know, Vargas oh, yeah. Trinidad. That that right. that will follow Vargas forever. This is one of those type of fights. Depending on what happens, that's going to follow the kid forever. But, um, you know, I'm going with the young kid. Yeah. Okay. Um, Julio, I think we, we've talked about the fight, and that was one of the fights. The Vargas Trinidad one was one that I brought up. Um, yeah. That it could play out like that. And I love Teo. I love Loma as well. Um, sure. But just seeing, you know, and that from a writer's perspective, uh, you know, from my perspective, uh, I will say, Marilyn, I agree with you um, from the brand perspective, from Round by Round Boxing. We never, we never put our flag in the dirt and like, hey, we're a Loma fan, and we do no, that's not For appropriate sure. at all. And we we try to give um, equal promotion or equal um, shine to each guy, and then you know let the fans uh, have it out in the comment section, basically. Um, but for, as a writer, uh, from my perspective, I can lay out uh, maybe an editorial way. Uh, that I could see each guy winning. And so that I will say, um, you know, when, whenever we do previews or, or stylistic matchups and stuff like that, but, you know, just from the, from the, what could happen. Yeah. I hope it doesn't end up being like a Vargas Trinidad because I like Teo so much. Uh, you know, it's going to be a great fight. I think either way. Um, and shout out to Teofimo Lopez. Um, you know, like you were saying, he is a good person. When we did that, that private gym event um, at the top rank gym that you were talking about earlier. I mean, he, that was the first time he met both of us and he was inviting us to his house to barbecue the next day. Um, and it just so happened that you and I were both, you know, in that flying out, yeah. you know, we were flying out to different locations uh, um, around that same time, but yeah, him and his dad were just both like, 
And, you know, we're barbecuing tomorrow. You guys ought to come over. And it was like, we great people. Like, yeah, very, very uh, gracious, great people. Um, and, you know, deserve, you know, where they've, they've come to at this point. Um, hard Absolutely. work and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I mean, I just, I can't wait to see that fight. If I had to choose, I would say Loma at this point. I will say that, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I could see either guy winning. For sure. I mean, it's, it's a tough fight. I, I say Teofimo not saying that I know what's going to happen. It's a tough fight. Yeah. But, you know, gun to my head, I got to choose somebody. I'm going to choose Teofimo. Right, right. That's what I like. You know? yeah. Who are you going to choose? Yeah. I think that Teofimo uh, Comey fight really, like, just set him ablaze. Because yeah, yeah, the expectations were so high that they were going to go the distance, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially you know, because of the way that he looked at the in the previous fight, and that was here in my backyard at the MGM in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, everyone was like, "Oh, wait a minute!" And what I do at fights when I cover fights is I, especially with the ESPN ones, I'll have an earpiece listening to Ward, Bradley, and Testator, and then I'm watching so that I know at least okay. And then especially if I can catch up with the guys to interview them after, I can be like, "Well, this is kind of like the tale of what they were telling." on tv this is what i saw you know and this is maybe what what ringside what the the media was saying so you get kind of multi-perspectives um but i think everyone bradley was ragging on you know oh telfimo's not who we thought he was and you know ringside or, or media um row everyone's like oh he went 12 rounds you know comey's gonna beat him and loma you know he doesn't even stand a chance and so like then you start to ask him these questions right after and he's like well you know i went through a lot um, you know, with his, his girlfriend and then his wife, uh, who ended up being his wife, his family and all that stuff. And so, yeah, he let people in into things that he hadn't previously. And so I, I think that, you know, people see these guys are human. And then I think even during the quarantine, uh, where he's like, I have asthma, like nobody knew that before either. Wow. So, um, you know, it really puts things into perspective as well, but hey, you can't judge a fighter off of one fight. And I think the Comey fight to, to what you were saying, Marilyn is like, Everyone was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, this is the Teofimo Lopez, um, the backflip guy <laughs> that, that we thought would show up um, and the one that we think could be Loma. Uh, but he's, he's a beast. And, and you yeah. know, that was – I saw that fight, and when I saw Teofimo go I, – I, I forgot the fighter's name. What was the fighter's name? Comey, Richard the guy that Comey. he went 12 rounds. No, the guy that he went 12 rounds The guy, the IBF eliminator. Um, yeah, it's um, – Well, that, that, that fighter. Japanese fighter, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Japanese fighter, you know, and I saw that and I didn't look at that as a sign of weakness. What I saw that as experience, people don't realize that this kid is young. Mm -hmm. The amount of rounds that he's had in his career, that fight was good for him. When you fight a Lomachenko, you want to have a tough fight before Lomachenko. You want to go through these bumps and bruises down the road when you fight a fighter like him because he's such an amazing talent. You know, you can't just go in there fighting Lomachenko, knocking everybody out in the first round. Yep. And you fight Lomachenko, you don't get him out of there in the first round. What's going to happen? So, you know, that Teofimo's watching that fight, him going through it, I think it was good for the young man to learn on the job. Nakatani, I just looked it up. Nakatani, okay. The guy that he fought, yeah. Yeah, actually, one question I was going to ask each one of you, too. Can you imagine if when boxing comes back, they're like, you're going to have to wear a mask while you shoot. I, when I wear a mask and my glasses, like my glasses fog up after one breath. Like I can't even imagine like people trying to shoot. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's crazy. It's going to work ringside, but definitely it's going to be a crap load of protection. You, you've got to 
bring with you. I, and, and also, like, everything is going to get on your equipment. You're touching it. It's yeah. touching. I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, I, I agree with Marilyn. It's the truth. Everything's going to get on you. If you're ringside, you're going to get somebody's sweat, somebody's spit. Mm-hmm. Something's going to fly on you. Uh, but whatever they make us do, whatever the requirements are, I mean, I wear a hazmat suit and it's hard desert just to be able to go back there and shoot again. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I on uh, Mikey on ESPN uh, in about a week and, right. and see how he handles it. Yeah. Well, on that note, I will wrap this up. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to us. Um, you know, this has been an exciting podcast. I think people have been given a glimpse into kind of like behind the scenes, not just from a, a you know, a, a media perspective, but specifically the photographer's perspective, which um, doesn't happen often. So I appreciate you guys giving us a glimpse uh, of your world and how you cover boxing. Uh, you have immense talent and we appreciate you for that. And um, yeah, hopefully we can get to back to some kind of normal covering of fights and, uh, you know, we can start seeing you all on display again. Thank you, man. Thank you for the platform, for the opportunity. Of course. Thank you. Of course.